So Solo was just bonkers, dude. Like, I couldn't believe that was even a movie. I don't even know what the point of the movie was. Cheating is good. What's up, guys? Welcome to the Pago Janta Bollywood Weekly Podcast, where three idiots share their opinions and takes on upcoming movies, TV shows, and gossip. Hope you guys enjoy. Today's our director special, where uh, we all watched two iconic Yesh Chopra movies. We watched Diwar and Silsila. So we are going to be talking about how we felt about these movies. I watched this movie, uh, both of these movies as a kid. Can't say I remembered it too well. I think Diwar was a little bit more familiar. In my opinion, it's more iconic with its dialogue. So I, I feel like I remembered that movie a lot better. Let's start off with Diwar. How did we feel about Diwar? I thought it was amazing. Literally two minutes into the movie, the dialogues were good. And then they just stayed good. I think it had the right emotional intensity. And the acting was all really good, too. Yeah, I mean, overall, I just really liked it. I know we're going to get into the details of why we liked it. But I just think that that movie is one that really holds up in terms of, you know, the Yash Chopra cinematic universe. (laughs) Crap, imagine if they were all like in the same universe. That would be funny. We thought Bachin is just like the multiverse version (laughs) of himself. That means that there's a lot of people that look like Amitabh Bachchan. And, uh, and Shami Kapoor. Yeah. Shashi Kapoor. Oh, shoot. Shashi Kapoor. You're right. Yeah, I, I liked it too. Um, the acting, like you said, was good. I think there was some real shit was discussed in this movie. Corruption, nepotism, the whole system and whatnot. That was shown pretty well. Did hold up pretty well. How about you, Shalu? Yeah, Diva was very good. I definitely liked the acting of everyone involved. It was surprising to see Nitu Singh. She looked very, very young and very, very good looking in this one. And the overall story was very good. I loved the tension between two brothers. Yeah, just like an overall well-made movie very intense in some parts um i think i would say yeah that's fair like most of the dialogues that i've heard were like iconic dialogues that are still remembered today you know many decades later so that's a huge standout for me overall i give it a solid like 8.5 out of 10 I think I would give this a nine. Yeah, this is this is up there for me too. It's, I think it's one of the better made Indian movies of all time. I think it's, it's the fact that it holds up these this, this many years. Uh, yeah, what stood out to me, obviously the dialogues like you guys noted, but also like one of the first things that came to mind when I was watching this movie was like, we all know how good of an actor Amitabh Bachchan is, but like, holy crap, he's good. His acting holds up so well in this. The acting in general, I think not all of it held up. Obviously at that time, there was a lot of over the top acting and that's fine and everything, but he is just so good. If the movie came out this year and it was the same type of acting, it would still hold up. It kind of makes sense why he's probably the biggest Bollywood actor. So I don't think I'm saying anything new, but it's just, he still kind of blew me away with his acting in this movie. Definitely agreed. Especially, I know we're going to talk about Silsila later, but especially watching this movie and then watching Silsila, I watched both of these movies back to back which is a really bad idea. I don't recommend it because watching Amitabh in Divar was an unparalleled experience. And like you said, it just kind of reminds you of what a great actor he is. And then when you watch Silsila, literally, I don't even know how to describe it. 
We'll get into it later, but it was like such a sharp contrast for me. Yeah, for sure. Um, so what were some of the themes that you did like about the movie? I mean, obviously it talked about the two kids. One was more, I guess, the good kid and the bad kid. But I thought obviously Amitabh Bachchan's storyline was way more interesting, right? Because he goes the wrong way, but a lot of his actions are initially are kind of justified because of what he had to go through. So he was a very great character. What are your thoughts on that? I think think one of the things that the movie did really well was showing the dichotomy between the two brothers it was not really you know like this person is right this person is wrong they kind of showed you every layer of everything there were parts of the movie where I was totally understanding where Amitabh's character was coming from and then parts of the movie where I was totally understanding where Shashi Kapoor was coming from and I think they did a really good job of showing why both of these characters grew up being just different people. And, you know, at the end, you're just kind of left, you know, not really knowing which side was right, which one of them was right. Although I think I definitely empathize with Amitabh's character more. Yeah, what I liked was the different beliefs between Sashi Kapoor and Amitabh Bachchan's characters. One goes the safe route, becomes a police officer, has a stable job, is doing something good. But like Amitabh Bachchan takes the different route. But at the same time, he's also becoming very successful as making a lot of money and is devoting all of that to his mother, right? So like his intentions aren't bad. I like that he's the safe route because that makes sense to me in the context of this movie because it's like Shashi Kapoor is going with kind of the system and Amitabh Bachchan was kind of trying to break the wheel there. And that also ended up being his downfall. It's kind of like how um, in Vikram Veda, you understand uh, Ritik Roshan's character and Stephanie Khan's character. They both have done bad and good things. And then you can see how that kind of conflicts with each other. Like their whole motive is to get out of poverty and divide, make sure their mother isn't suffering like she did um, when their dad pretty much just said, I, I'm a head out. I sold your guys' rights to these people. I'm a piece out. Head out. Bye. Um, That's exactly how it went down. Yeah. yeah it sounded like the actor who played their dad. <laughs> But yeah, I think what I really liked about this movie is the conflicts between the two brothers and the paths they took. Ultimately, like the end result, I kind of expected to happen. But I also felt bad that, you know, Amitabh Bachchan's character was the one who had to die at the end. Like, even though he went to the underworld, his intention was good. He wanted to, like, financially support his mother. Yep. And then like he kind of, the whole family represents the lower class, right? And he wasn't given much options or opportunities to become successful initially, right? So he became successful the only way he can, right? And fortunately for him, he also became a criminal, right? So that's where it kind of puts you in a pickle. Like what else was he supposed to do to become successful? Yeah, I mean, I think on a base level, I agree with Shashi Kapoor's character that you shouldn't cheat, you shouldn't steal or do quote unquote, bad things. But when you dive deeper, I think I resonate with Amitabh's character more. He saw the struggles that his parents went through and then he struggled himself. Whereas I think for Shashi Kapoor's character, like he was always very well liked wherever he went, even though he came from poverty. And, you know, I think with Amitabh's character, he really saw what the world is truly like. He saw how rich people treat poor people. And somehow like Shashi Kapoor's character just never sees that. 
So I feel like I understand where Amitabh's like drive to be successful comes from. Yeah, I, I don't think it's necessarily that he didn't really see that. I think he just held his own morals because like he, he experienced it himself, right? Like with the numerous like job interviews he had and obviously other people were getting opportunities because someone famous as family member wanted that job. And I just think that his whole thing, he was just, a, he just wanted to be good, but that doesn't always get you successful. I think Amitabh's character is very much like a like a killmonger or a Loki, where <laughs> yeah. you understand this character's motivations, but you don't necessarily agree with the actions that they take. Sure. Right. Was Thanos wrong? On a very like base, like fundamental level, no. <laughs> Damn, so you're on Thanos' side. Well, this earth is very overpopulated. So just kill half the people. I'm just kidding. Yeah, totally. <laughs> but yeah, no, I think it was really cool to see a movie from back in the day deal with such human themes, if that makes sense. Like it was such a, even though, yes, older movies can be over the top sometimes, and this one definitely was, it was still a very down to earth theme in terms of it was very real and raw. Do you guys realize like how many movies Amitabh Bachchan's like died in? <laughs> There's Dawn, Diwar, there's Agnipath. Yeah, that's that's like, true. I never even noticed that. Just dies. <laughs> All of Amitabh's best work, including <laughs> You can't talk about his best work and not mention <laughs> Actually, now that you bring that up, he has died in a very significant amount of movies he's done. Yeah, Shole, right? How did I forget Shole? Shole, of course. Like his most iconic work, yeah. One thing that I want to talk about also is like the camera angles in this movie <laughs> did you guys like have any thoughts about that camera angles and so there, there was this like one action scene in the beginning where amitabh bachin's being the shit out of this whole like gang because the camera angles were so weird it was like through barrels not necessarily like where you're used to where you see exactly what the actor is doing but you see like a peep through it kind of like if you were standing in that position in a weird position you were seeing what was happening that's what it was and i thought that was so interesting i guess it made it feel like you were there and then obviously like all the action cam where you're like the camera's moving a lot makes you feel like you're there too i thought that was pretty cool it's it's very different yeah i actually didn't even notice that until you pointed it out just now yeah, I mean, I didn't really pay attention to the direction more, so I paid attention to the characters and the overall plot. He was paying attention to the important stuff, Vishal. That's probably a good thing, right? That's what the <laughs> makers want you to do, I guess. I, I think mean, it's like cool to like see stuff like that. I had a lot of thoughts on the aesthetics of Silsila. You know what cracks me up? Anytime something shocking happens, it's always raining and there's always thunder. Very old school Bollywood with like the drama factor and the thunder and the lightning. I love that. And then the, well, the other thing was cracking, the cracking me up is like, I don't know if you remember the scene where his dad's about to sign the contract and it was just like the camera was flashing from the bad guy to him over and over again with the flashing scene. That shit was so funny to me. That was funny. Let's talk about the women in this movie too. First off, I wanted to know more about Anita's character. Amitabh's girlfriend, played by Parveen Babi, I think. She was interesting. I feel like she had an interesting past or some story that like we just never got to hear. Seemed like she had she went through some shit, right? But they never talked about it. Yeah, and I thought they would get into it because I feel like they were towing the line. I mean, or like they were tr they were sort of introducing her past, but not really, and they never really like explained what happened. But I think that would have been interesting to hear. Do you think it's maybe because 
since this movie came out in the mid 70s maybe telling that kind of backstory was a lot for people back then maybe because like her character in and of itself just like was a very bold character i don't know i just think that it would have added an extra layer of us understanding why her and amitabh's character fell in love you know that i agree with but i kind of like the mystery in her character oh interesting yeah, I think personally for me, I think that made her more interesting. Had we gone into like deep into her character, I think I would have lost interest. But I like that they were just kind of like, this person has gone through a lot and she's kind of found her solace with Amitabh Bachchan for whatever reason. She's getting her shit together now. I thought that was interesting. But I mean, I, I actually liked it. It made her character more interesting. I think she was a good actress too. Yeah, she had a very tragic death. Remind me on what happened again. So she was diagnosed with paranoid schizophrenia. Oh, shit. And she had diabetes and osteoarthritis. She died of multiple organ failure at the age of 50. And her body was only discovered three days after her death. That's so sad. I mean, that last part is the, like, the saddest part of this is that, like, she didn't even have anybody around her when she passed away. The way my mom describes it, like, she had a very tragic life. Damn, I mean, it sounds like it, right? If you don't have anyone that's finding you three days. Yeah. She was young, too. 50 is, like, very young. But yeah, um, I, I thought she did the role of justice. Like, of a massive, like, star cast that also everyone was, like, acting really well, she also stood out. To be honest with you, I was way more interested in her and Amitabh's scenes than anything else absolutely oh one thing about shashi kapoor neetu singh it's super creepy that neetu singh was playing the love interest of her husband's uncle that's kind of weird that is very weird i mean i like neetu singh and i like shashi kapoor but uh i guess back then they weren't really doing much (laughs) you know what i mean (laughs) it was also really cool to see shots of mumbai in the 70s yeah it's really cool Another thing that I really liked about this movie, I know we're only talking about things we liked. Oh, you like this movie? I like this movie. Do you sort of? I can't, I can't tell. Yeah, it was okay. Um, the background music was amazing. It was good. The music- I love R.D. Berman. He's the GOAT. Uh, is there anything you didn't like about the wire? I do find it funny that in the 70s, they couldn't show like, actual like blood. So it's, it just looks like <laughs> very bright, bright red, like ketchup. <laughs> Dude, straight up paint, bro. When he gets shot and it's just like tomatoes. And it's like, what? That was pretty funny. There's so many iconic dialogues in this movie that I heard before, but I didn't realize it was all in this movie, I guess. It was just written so well. I mean, is there any in, any in particular that you wanted to talk about? Obviously, there's the Mepas Mahe one, but... Yeah, I think that one just like takes the first prize. Everything about that scene is good. Like, yeah, the dialogue is amazing. The cinematography is really good. The location that they picked. It's dark outside. How the characters are like physically interacting where like he walks, then he turns around. Like it's just, it's so good. I love that scene. (laughs) The thing about that scene is this is like, you could feel like how conflicted both characters are. They both obviously care for each other, but they also are completely different sides. And it's honestly such a well-acted scene, man. Amitabh Swag is... Dude, swaggiest motherfucker alive, dude. <laughs> like to this day, dude. 
the same scene I was talking about earlier where he's beating up these gundes. <laughs> Everyone's like, oh, where did this guy go? And then like, he just he's just there the whole time. And then he just casually beats the shit out of them. Dude, the swag, the chest hair. I'm a fan. His presence is so like electric in roles like this, I would say. When it's the wrong role, which we'll get into in a little bit, he does not shine the way he does in roles like this. I agree. So I think watching Silsila right after Divar really kind of reminded me about the impact that a good script can have. Yeah, I don't know where to start with this movie. I, uh... (laughs) Pop off, pop off. It's crazy that Yash Chopra made this too. I guess that kind of just shows the versatility and this the creativity of this man who could make multifaceted movies um, with completely different ideas. So Sala, I know it's like a cult classic now. I just don't think it's my type of movie in general. I, I guess this for me, this movie did not age well. It did not. It did not. Any movie that condones cheating will it's not just, age well and I do not support. Talking about cheating is okay because it's something that happens. I just couldn't comprehend the the message in the movie that it was trying to convey. I feel like Yashirpa was trying to say something about cheating that just didn't make sense to me. The message was just off. I don't think he was trying to condone cheating. But then at the end, like the focus wasn't on the fact that, oh, like cheating is just fundamentally wrong. The focus is on you should always fulfill your duty and your faith. And that's just not... I don't know, that doesn't resonate as well as, hey, maybe you should just be a good person. (laughs) Or just be with the person that you love in the first place, right? Like, I don't know. Throughout the movie, I just, my thought was just like, what he's doing is not fair to anyone, (laughs) any of the characters. I guess both with him and Rick, how we're doing. Charlotte, how did you feel about this movie? I was not a big fan of it. Yeah, I didn't really understand what the message was. Like, I understood the beginning, I understood the middle, but then everything in the end just happened. In the beginning, he falls in love with Reka, then Shashi Kapoor dies because he sacrificed his life for India. <laughs> and then he marries Jayabachan, then he meets Reka again, and they have a thing for a while. And then at the end, everything's just back to normal. He's back with Jayabachan. It's just like, who's with who? What are you trying to say? What like, do you want to convey everyone? Like, what do you want to convey everyone? Just very poor execution. At the end, it says like, it, there's text that says faith is love or something, right? And it's like... Or love is faith. Love is faith. And there's like, there was no faith in this whole story. Yeah. That's the whole point of the story. Yeah. Obviously, just like super problematic because Jaya Bachchan's character should have just left him. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck she was doing, dude. Like, she knew he was cheating the whole time. I guess this happens in real life too, right? It's like, he'll come back or she'll come back. Um, there's always hope for that. And I guess that's what happens to people that, that cheat, right? I mean, I think like Amitabh's character was just super confused the entire time. What? And he was frankly an asshole to everyone in his life. His last two scenes with Rekha and Jaya Bachchan, he's just like straight up gaslighting them. He, like, tells, like, Reka's character, oh, you just don't even have the courage to be with me or whatever, and, like, completely puts the blame on her. And then his last scene with Jaya Bachchan, he's just, like, kind of, like, mansplaining the entire time. He doesn't even let her speak. Um, He goes on this whole monologue about, like, what did you, like, think I was going to do or, like... You know, what could I have done? I had to like fulfill my duty. That's what I was focused on, my duty and like whatever, whatever. He just never owns up to making the decisions that he does. There's no like reckoning for this character whatsoever. 
I guess he eventually does realize he's wrong by like people telling him like his friends and whatnot. And then his way of atoning was like saving Rekha's husband. And I don't know how that even really adds up. Obviously it's problematic and all that aside too, we didn't like it, but damn the, the writing and the acting was god awful. It was crazy to see Amitabh act in Divar and then act in this movie because I mean, we were talking about like the presence he holds on screen in Divar. And then you watch this movie and like right away, this is like, I see Amitabh in this movie and all I think is this is a very Turkey man. I'm just not enjoying this. I don't take this character seriously whatsoever. So I did think that Rekha and Amitabh Bachchan's chemistry was a little too good so i kind of i so that i thought it was really good and i think i understand the whole rumor of there being a tunnel that connects reikas and amita budget's us i was like okay now i understand why there's a tunnel i kind of see why it's there that is my favorite rumor from bollywood a tunnel that's hilarious that's that's the first time i'm hearing that a secret underground tunnel that goes through mumbai connecting Rekha's house to Amitabh's house. And of course, Jayabachan knows about this, right? But (laughs) there was like a whole song montage and it showed Rekha and Amitabh Bachchan in bed, which was, I think, pretty vulgar for the 80s. Very vulgar. Very vulgar for the 80s, you know? Um, I didn't mind that as much. I mean, if they're cheating, they're cheating. (laughs) I I think they were just trying to be super clear about the fact that they were sleeping together. Yeah as if we didn't know that already but okay (laughs) i think there's a lot of like bad direction i would say so there's a specific scene where sanjeev kumar is like doing surgery or something after amita bachan and jay bachan are involved in the car crash right which i want to say which is also really funny because dude dude, they didn't even show the actual crash it's just like and then it just like shows like a smashed car (laughs) i think that the editing in this movie was all over the place. It honestly looked like Amitabh Bachchan was trying to kill himself. They didn't really show why he crashed, why he turned into a tree. Again, I was watching this with Amin, right? <laughs> he's never watched this movie and he's just like, why did they crash? And then I didn't think about it. And I was like, you're right. Like, why the fuck did he skirt into the tree? Go ahead, sorry about the, the operation scene. So right after the surgery is completed, Sanjeev Kumar wipes his head with the surgery gloves on with the blood and everything and i'm just like you can't do that that's you can't do that Dude, not only that i'm so glad you brought that up because i remember saying this too after he does that he's cleaning his hands with the gloves on oh yeah and so he's wiping oh, yeah. the blood off the gloves and it's like bro just fucking take the gloves off why are you cleaning the gloves <laughs> maybe that's how like doctors in the 80s operated who knows i loved that in the old times anytime they needed to show there was an operation or a surgery going on they're be a little light that they turn on it's like oh shit the surgery's going on right and as soon as the surgery is off the light turns off and it's like oh the surgery is over i'm glad they showed <laughs> yeah they do that in like every movie they do that in every movie sometimes they'll be in the icu like they'll take the person in the icu and the door will close and the light will go on it's like oh you know surgery's going on right now. <laughs> that's how you know how else would we know you know wait do hospitals not actually have that like operation light <laughs> no <laughs> You're telling me this is all a lie? Honestly, I don't know. Maybe maybe in India they do. Everything that Shalu knows about surgeries is from Bollywood. <laughs> Even during the surgery, the poor guy just kept asking for the scalpel. So he took he took a tool and then he'd like to grab it and then he'll take another tool and then he'll grab it. But he'll never actually do anything. <laughs> 
Um, going back to the movie, probably not the best Josh Chopra movie, but I guess at that time, you know, I don't know, like, because while I was watching the movie, I my mom called me. It was so weird. There's background music going on, and she's just like, are you watching Silsa? And I was like, how the fuck did you get that from the background music? But she's just like, oh, it's such a good movie. It's a classic and whatnot. So obviously something stuck with the people back then. Yeah, I mean, I was just surprised by how sloppy the movie was. We were talking about, like, that funny car crash scene, but, like, there were so many scenes like that where it just seemed like there was no effort put in whatsoever. What it really feels like is that Yash Chopra had a very, like, clear idea about which scenes were important to him. And he put all his effort in those scenes, and then the rest of the movie was just like, kya karlo, jo bhi karna hai. like, just do whatever. Yeah, and this movie was made after Diwar. It's like how? It's like crazy how the same director can make like such different movies. Maybe directors used to be less involved in every single technical aspect of the movie because it really seems like the editor in this movie was not the same person who edited Divar. It was so all over the place. Yeah, there would be like one like romantic scene and then it would immediately cut to like a plane flying or an explosion or something. And I was just like so taken out. It's an old movie at the end of the day. But so is Divar. I feel like every shot of that scene was meticulously planned out. And it had a reason. Like it. Yeah. I will say some of the scenes that I thought were kind of interesting were when Amitabh and Rikha were cheating and they were trying to keep it on the DL. The suspense of that, of them like almost getting caught or the accident where, you know, there's like Jayabachan's brother was involved and all of them like basically getting caught. I thought that was interesting. Other than that, I don't know what else to take from this movie right now. I thought it was very aesthetically pleasing. Yeah, I think like... Yeah. A movie that I didn't like, it looked nice. I felt like how I felt when I was watching Bajira, where I was like, I don't like these characters and I don't feel for them, but it looks nice. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the there's it was very colorful. It was a very colorful movie. They every had flowers shot. in every shot that Reika was in. Yes, they did. For me, that's like the only redeeming factor of this movie because <laughs> the overall direction and just like how everything transitioned from scene to scene was just very goofy. <laughs> Towards the end, I thought like the movie is going to end like, okay, Amitabh Bachchan and Ray Kar are going to like get married and that'll be the end of it. But no, like Sanjeev Kumar's like plane crashes, he's stuck. And then Amitabh Bachchan's goofy ass is like, fuck the police. I'm going to like go into the crash scene where it's explode. For some reason, there's explosions. Like, why is there explosions? This isn't like a World War Three situation. You're literally just going into a pl like plane crash. You don't know that. Oh shoot, you're right. <laughs> it was like the High Metro Mother ending, just god awful. It was so bad. Yeah, this this may be one of those movies like you know we're watching it now, and obviously it didn't age well. But back then they're like really into that suspenseful climax. I think some scenes did have good writing. I like the dialogues in some scenes, particularly like two scenes stand out in my mind. One is obviously like the iconic where Jaya Bachchan and Rekha are like standing back to back. That was a good scene. I feel like that one scene captured like the kind of like magic that was in Divar, where it was very meticulously planned in terms of like where the characters were standing, how it was shot. Um, the dialogues were very impactful. I like that one. And then I also liked the scene between Jaya Bachchan and Sanjeev Kumar where she's at his clinic and they kind of like speak in metaphors about Rekha and Amitabh's affair. I thought the dialogues in that scene were very, very good. I would agree with that. 
Good but scene. also like all the interactions between Amitabh and Rekha, like I think were completely just aesthetically pleasing. And like every scene that Amitabh and Rekha have together could honestly be an oil painting. But their interactions, honestly, I felt like I was watching the 70s version of the dialogues between Ranbir and Shraddha in <laughs> Who Should Be My yeah, I mean, let, let's get into the performances. Nobody stood out for me, to be honest. Amitabh and Rick Hussins, honestly, like, I think the chemistry was good, but the acting just didn't age well to me. I, I think the best piece of acting in the movie for me was the Rick Hunjaya Bunchen scene, where I was like, oh, shit, drama. <laughs> I think that's the only scene that kind of stood out to me. Yeah, I think, like, also we've seen all four of these actors do different better. roles and just do, role, like, better roles better acting yeah I, I think that goes back to the script like i think you had touched upon that before i mean in the beginning i thought amitav bachan's dialogues for reika were good they weren't great but I, were I gave it a pass because it was like an 80s movie <laughs> like I, 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 know, I know what you're saying because obviously people who watched this back then like they must have loved it right and you know there's going to be things that we love in what is it 2023 that might not age well in 2040 or whatever so I, I get that perspective but when you look back at it now I can't say that anyone had a good performance for me Erika I think was the worst acting performance in the movie I don't even know if she was given too much to do honestly that's and that's surprising right because we know she's good that's another thing that was really annoying was that it seemed like the entire storyline was kind of centered on Amitabh Bachchan when it was two characters that were like the main characters and then their spouses were also major characters. But the entire focus was on what consequences does this have for Amitabh's character? They don't even like show Rekha and Sanjeev Kumar and like what happens to them after. Yeah, I was surprised about that too. Like, yeah, I don't even remember Rika's last scene. I think she was where the plane crashed and then they just never acknowledged her again. Yeah, yeah, quite literally that's what happened. At the end, they're like pushing this narrative that, oh, you should always like fulfill your duty. Um, And then the fact that they don't even give Rika any screen time at the end and show like her resolution just goes to the idea that, oh, like stay away from women like that. That'll like make you want to leave your wife. True. Maybe we didn't see Rekha's story at the end. Well, maybe because it was a post-credit scene. Do the Yash Chopra cinematic universe? Yeah, I'm pretty sure Yash Chopra was way ahead of his time. Wait, so Rekha in the spy universe confirmed? Rekha being in a spy wars would be such a fever dream. <laughs> Can we like talk about how this just kind of felt like possibly Amitabh Bachchan, Jaya Bachchan and, and Rekha's real life story? <laughs> oh, I want to get into that. You got all the tea. I got all the tea. First of all, Rendezvous with Simi Grewal is one of the best things to come out of Bollywood, and I will forever be grateful for those. I don't understand why, like, she was able to get the actors vulnerable to the point where they just spell out their whole life story. <laughs> Maybe there's something about her, like, soothing voice. Rendezvous with Simi Grewal. I can see that. That was my impression of her. Nice. Um, so, here's the tea. It's tea that everybody knows about. Amitabh and Jaya Bachchan got married in 1973. The movie came out in 1981. Three years after they got married, rumors started showing up that he was having an affair with Rekha. Wait, wait, say it more dramatically. 
What are you trying to do? Damn it, Damn it dude. I was trying to play the old timey thunder sound. Oh. <laughs> okay. It didn't work. It's okay. You it's tried. okay. You tried. I'll put it in post. So three years after Amitabh Bachchan and Jaya Bachchan got married, rumors showed up that he was having an affair with Rekha. Okay, good. Thank you. <laughs> So, like, Rekha and Amitabh were having an affair for a while, and Jaya Bachchan had basically given Amitabh Bachchan an ultimatum that if you ever, like, do a movie with her, then, like, just don't bother showing back, showing up home. So that was what, that was the situation. And then cut to, like, you know, years later when Yash Chopra is getting ready to film Silsila, he cast Amitabh first. They were looking for, like, which two actresses to hire. And then eventually Yash Chopra and Amitabh Bachchan were having dinner together one day and and yes, Chopra requested that like Rekha and Jaya Bachchan be in the movie. And then he's like, okay, I'll convince Jaya Bachchan to take the project. So it was, there was like a whole like history behind this movie that was like way more interesting than the movie itself. It took a lot of convincing Jaya Bachchan, obviously, to do this movie, but it was apparently the climax of the movie that convinced her. I think she probably saw this movie as like a way to show the world like, hey, guess what? I won. I believe that. Obviously, that. like all of this is conjecture. There's no like this is not written in history books. It's not like proven facts, but it's these are the um things that people have said about it. If that's true, that is so petty, and I love it. <laughs> I'm not quite sure she looks good at the end of it, though. She doesn't. It was completely misplaced. Like I don't know if you guys saw the Reka interview, um, but she was head over heels for him. I think the funnier interview is the one with Jaya Bachchan and Amitabh Bachchan. That's probably like the cringiest interview I've ever seen. She kind of all but confirms that he hasn't been as faithful. Yeah, definitely a cringe fest, but also fucking hilarious. I don't know. I think the practical impact of it, though, on just like the general audience is that, yeah, Jaya Bachchan wins in the end. I think that's why a lot of people still like this movie is because at the end, it's a result that they can vibe with. Yeah. Yeah. I love romantic scenes back then and not even back then like even in the Shahrukh era where just like the actors just sniffing the actress's neck. <laughs> hey, that's, I think that's just a Shahrukh thing. Yeah, I yeah. think that's a Shahrukh thing. I'm pretty sure Amitabh did it too. I okay I think it's just a good thing with old movies but I find it so funny that every time like something dramatic happens they need to zoom in so close to the actor's face like and, that then, and then cut to the other actor and then zoom into the other face again yeah then, yeah, yeah quite literally that I saw that happen a lot and since so it's just like it's like Rekha's face shows up and just zooms in all the way. You could see all her pores. <laughs> it's the where she she comes to meet him in the hospital after the weird ass accident, and I'm pretty sure it was two minutes. It's literally just panning to her face, then his face, and then her face, and then his face. Yeah. And then, like, again, me and Omen were watching, and I was just like, how many more times do you think this will happen? And I think it happened like five more times after I asked that, where it just panned her face to his face. And like, nothing was happening. It was. They were just staring at each other staring at each other for two minutes the way she's staring at him too is like so creepy yeah, it was. yeah we were talking about that too this is what i call true love here's the thing like i think amitabh and reka's characters in this movie have a lot of like sexual chemistry but oh. what was it about each other that they really fell in love with right like they never really explain like what connection these two characters have besides just being physically attracted to one another 
you know, like even if you want to root for them to get together in the end, that's not enough to like base it on, I feel. Yeah. Uh, and I think that's why I didn't enjoy this. <laughs> I wasn't very invested in their story together at all. Shiloh, you know what I'm curious about? What You gave The Wire 8.5. What would you give this movie? Ooh, okay. <laughs> Watching it now in 2020, I'm giving it a 3 out of 10. Dang. The only redeeming qualities is the cinematography, some of the songs, and some like the cheesy dialogues in the beginning, but that's about it. It's brutal. Yeah, I could, I could, I'd give it a five for the same reasons. That's the problem with these like rating things is that everyone's scale is different. My scale is on bagel bites. Oh yeah, how many bagel bites? Dude, honestly, this is like a really bad, really, really old bagel bite. I don't mean that by like per year. I just think it's like it hasn't been in the freezer. You know what I mean? And then you put it back in the freezer, though. But then it's still bad. Um, <laughs> it's something to eat. Yeah. You know, I wouldn't say I had a horrible time watching this, but I also wouldn't say I was miserable. Although at times I felt like I was miserable. Um, I don't know, man. Like I, I don't even know. Uh, maybe two out of five. Mine's a, mine's a five scale. When you eat bagel bites, I eat five typically. Wow, uncle, you're so cool. I think uh, everyone really appreciates this very thoughtful analysis and critique of these yeah yeah yeah. it's like just no basis on how many like stars and like whatnot you're giving them but you know i just didn't like this movie (laughs) (laughs) i was i was just kind of like disappointed you know i feel like it could have been a really great movie and it just wasn't yeah oh this is also kind of interesting the 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 opening tune for sosalo is the same as the tune for the yrf intro can you sing it real quick can't even hear your voice dude can't even is, it, hear it. Is, it, is it breaking yeah yeah i don't know if my microphone can handle this <laughs> the microphone can't handle it i don't know if i can handle this i think the microphone can't pick up the high notes dude you hit a note that your mic can't handle <laughs> So we watch these movies as part of like a director's special. This week, obviously, we did Yash Chopra. And we really wanted to watch movies that either we had seen before and didn't really remember or that we've never seen before. So I think we want to keep doing um, director's special episodes like this. If you guys have any suggestions or recommendations, definitely like DM us on our Instagram at Bhagaljanta Bali. That's like the first plug we've ever done on this show. Forgot to do that last time. <laughs> We're clearly not a very like professional operation here, but that's okay. <laughs> but yeah, no, let us know if you guys have like recommendations for movies we could watch or directors that we should do like focus episodes on. Educate me. Educate me. He said so. <laughs> that worked. That's what I wanted to use. Sorry. Oh. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> Dude, somebody gotta drop that right to the remix. <laughs> <laughs>